It is a great day, and you and I are a part of it. And we give God thanks for allowing us to be a part of this great day. We thank Him for His Word that He has made available to us and preserved over these many years. It is His Word that makes the difference. When we read the Bible and understand the promises that He made to us, our hearts are encouraged. The psalmist reminds us, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver him out of them all. It is the Lord that delivereth him out of them all. Today, we want to continue speaking on this matter of a faith that cannot be tested, cannot be trusted. But before I do, I remind you of the words of the song entitled, Trusting Jesus. The second stanza says, Brightly does the Spirit shine into this poor heart of mine. Where He leads, I cannot fall. Trusting Jesus, that is all. Trusting as the moments fly. Trusting as the days go by. Trust in Him. Whatever befall, trusting Jesus, that is all. As we live our lives for the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called upon to put our faith and trust in Him, and He will take us through. He did not promise us that we will not have struggles. He did not promise that we will not suffer, but He did promise that when we have struggles, when we suffer, He will be there with us. And our last devotion, I close by sharing it with you from 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. I close by saying to you that Peter greeted them with grace and peace, that which we all need. He encouraged those to whom he was writing, to bless or to praise God. And he gave reasons why they and we should praise the Lord. I told you, he said, that he's the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, he is. He reminded us that he is merciful to us. I shared with you the motive for his mercy. He has given us a new life. The result of mercy is a living hope. This new life, is one of hope. The ungodly is without God and without hope. Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in chapter 2 and verse number 12. He said that at that time, ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. You may say, but he's writing to believers. Yes, he is writing to believers. But he is reminding the believers before they became believers that they were without hope. Notice what he said in the beginning of the verse, that at that time, he were without Christ. You were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. You were strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. The means of hope is eternal life because of Christ's redemption. 
The object of this hope is an inheritance that is provided for each and every one of us. That's the object of this hope. As we continue to look at this text, we also see this inheritance cannot be destroyed by no means in verse number four of 1 Peter chapter one. He said, cannot be defiled, and this inheritance cannot fade away. If you look at verse number four, he said something else to us in verse number four regarding this inheritance. He said, this inheritance is kept in heaven for us. This inheritance is not kept in a bank. Many of us may put our money in the bank and figure that the money is safe in the bank, but then we may hear that the bank gone bankrupt and then the monies are gone. Many have lost their life savings in banks. But I say to you today, this inheritance that we have is not kept in a bank here on planet Earth. It is an inheritance that is kept in heaven for us. In heaven, no thieves will break through and steal. No. He reminded us in verse number five that we are properly protected by the power of God. And I want to say praise God for that, that the children of God are properly protected by the power of God. He said, we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Kept, properly kept. He said, faith is the means of this provision of sealing. Paul wrote to the Ephesians in the sixth chapter in the 16th verse. He said, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. By faith, we hold to the promises of God, and we will, at the end, receive the final stage of salvation. Peter explains us in verse number five. A Christian can never reach to the stage where things are so bad that he or she is without reason to bless God. Peter spells out for the believers many of the benefits that come along with placing their faith in Christ and taking Him to be their Lord and Savior. In verse 6, he said, Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptation. Now we come to verse 6, and he reminds them that in all that he mentioned, that they can rejoice and that they do greatly rejoice. But may I tell you, there is another side, and that is until Christ returns, the believers must go through testing. Many times when believers are tested by God, many believers begin to wonder, why me? Why do I have to do this? Sometimes when God allows testings to come our way to make us better, many believers become bitter. Many times the things that God brings to us to help us 
to be better are the things that we blame the devil for. I remember when we were growing up, there are times when we would have to cook on a kerosene stove. And sometimes the kerosene stove would turn the bottom of the pot black, it would smoke. And if you go to wash that pot, other dishes, it would turn the water black. But even if you take a rag and you just wash the bottom of that pot, you don't get that smut off. So we would take what was known or what is known as brillo, and we would rub the bottom of that pot, rub the sides of that pot. And when the brillo hits the pot and you rub it, it takes all the smut off. And when you wash all of that off, it comes out beautiful. Now, brillo is not smooth. Brillo is rough. And because it is rough, it takes away that you would want taken away from the pot. But when it's done, it's so beautiful to look at. Sometimes God has to use some things that are not so smooth to make us into what we supposed to be. And when God is using something in our lives to make us better, we should not be bitter. We should always stop and give God thanks because all things work together for good to them that love him. Peter is going to show us some of the things that God does and why he does these things when it comes to testing our faith. My time is up, but I promise you, with the help of God, I'll be back next day to share a little more with you. Lord, help us to understand Dear God, that you test our faith because you want our faith to be trusted. And some people are tested more than others. And God tells me that many of those people you can trust. So we pray that we would see this in the positive light and allow you to walk in our lives to make us what you would have us to be. We bless you, we praise you, we glorify you. Be with your people now throughout this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, partners, thank you so much for listening. And may you continue to share this devotion and ask those that you share this devotion with to share it with others. We love you. Do have a great day. God bless.